hello everyone and welcome to the Valued Woman Connect podcast. I'm your host Sean Worley and I have my beautiful co-host, my mother. Um, so glad to, you know, you know, to do another podcast together again. We've been having a lot of fun doing these. Um, we have many discussions, so we was like, why not record these conversations? Because we believe they would definitely be beneficial and enriching to you all's life. So um, the title of today's podcast is To Judge and Not to Judge, What Say Ye? What say ye, Mom, to judge and not to judge? Judge righteously. Okay, that's the perfect answer. So, um, it's. I mean, we've been, uh, me and my mom been talking about this actually for quite some time. It's been on my heart for quite a while because I've noticed that, you know, for both believers and non-believers, that's like the most quoted scripture even more than john 3 16 yeah if you ask me if if it's not number one it's a very uh close second contender of what you hear people don't judge me you can't judge me only god can judge me it's like okay all right let's let's start putting some things into context let's really understand what jesus is saying right there it's so easy to read a scripture and just be like oh and take that and just use it in the wrong context honestly and so i wanted to do a dialogue about it like what does not do what do my mom say about it what do sean say about it but what what does god's word say about judgment and how are we to apply that appropriately to our lives so that we don't accuse others of judging when they actually are you know um trying to help us or holding us accountable Um, Because we don't want to talk about accountability. That's actually, I noticed more and more is a hard thing for people is to have, um, you know, accountability. Right. Like when someone is holding you accountable, like, hey, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, you judge me. No, holding you accountable to not to me, but to the word of God. Right. Um, And that's what we're supposed to do. So um, when you think of when people quote, um, you cannot judge me, they are coming from. Matthew 7 and 1. Well, I need to put this insert in here real quick, though. I found it very funny and very interesting. Not, not so much funny, but I find it very interesting that people who don't follow the word and don't believe the word, quote right. the word. And right. it's like, but this is something that you're not, not living by. This is something that you don't even believe in, right. but you're quoting it. So, like, right. how are you even able to use that? Right. And so that's why when people say, oh, you can't judge me, my first question, are you referring to judgment in the biblical sense? Because if right. you're a non-believer, why are you quoting something that you're not even following or studying right. to even know what that word even means? Right. right. And so typically when you hear someone say, you can't judge me, they're coming from Matthew 7 and 1. So can you read that for me, Mom? Matthew uh, 7 and 1 is... Um, one, Matthew is the first gospel um, of the New Testament. So it's Matthew 7 and 1. Can you read it for me, Mom? Judge not that ye be not judged. All right. So typically when you hear someone saying you can't judge me, they are quoting that scripture. You cannot judge me. So this is where we want to dig a little deeper. So other than just reading um, the topical surface of a scripture, 
Um, another scripture that you will find in the word where he says, study to show yourself approved. Right. And so we must study what Jesus, what were you saying? Cause it's easy just to take that at face value and just say, Hey, no, you can't judge me. But do we even know what judging is? Right. right? Do we yeah. know how to appropriately apply that to our lives? Or do we just say it because it's comfortable in that, in that moment, in that time. And one thing that I said, I mentioned before is that people will always defend the sin that they're comfortable in. And so if I'm comfortable in this sin and you say something about it, I'm a, my automatic response is you're judging me, not holding me accountable, but right. you're judging me. And I think, um, that's, at some part, you know, that has to do with, you know, the lack of discipleship that we are seeing within the body of Christ. We, mm -hmm. you know, we're not taking the time to break down what was Jesus saying in this scripture. And just to kind of highlight what he was talking about in Matthew 7 and 1, he was saying, don't be a hypocritical judger, meaning don't judge somebody else for the very thing that you're guilty of. Right. 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 But when you think about it, that's where they stop. They don't continue to read the whole, the content of what he, they just stop judging not to be, so God told you not to judge, but if you read down further, mm -hmm. it tells you, but with judgment, yet you judge, you shall be judged. And with measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Why are you gonna look at the, mo the speck in my eye when there's a beam in yours? So how can you even see righteously? How can you even know what I'm doing without seeing yourself? So it's like the Lord was saying, look in yourself first before you try to judge somebody else is not doing that much. Like you call somebody else a liar, but yet you lie on your taxes or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just a different just type a, of lie. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, but it's all lying. It's all lying. And so whether you lie to your parents or I'm lying on my taxes, I can't say anything about you lying to your parents if I'm lying on my taxes, exactly. that's what you consider judging. judging. Exactly. But if if I'm discerning, and, mm -hmm. and I believe, uh, I'm going to say it like this, all, anytime that you're going to, you know, have a discussion on sin, it must be navigated with love and patience through God. Right. It has to be. And so when we're holding each other accountable, that's what brothers and sisters in Christ, we should do. Exactly. You know, if you are proclaiming to be a Christian and I see you doing something that's not I, not my own standard, because you know, Christians, we do that too. Right. We we put our own little stipulations of, right. oh, you, you sinful if you ain't doing it like this, right. legalism, versus actually using God's word to be the standard. Right. And so if we see a brother or sister it's kind of like Galatians 6 and 1. He said, you that are spiritual. If you see anyone of your um, brothers in uh, any transgression, any transgression, and it say a particular transgression, but it says, if you catch one of them in any transgression, you who are spiritual, restore him. How do we restore? How do we restore each other? We restore them in his truth by holding them accountable. Like, hey, brothers, sisters, we're not, when it comes to this part, this is how we supposed to, and you always refer to the word, exactly. not your opinion, not your what you think it should be, but what God, what does God say it, it, it is? Right. And so when we, you know, when we when we approach in this subject, it's it's very a sensitive subject because, like I said, it's one of the scriptures that is I feel that's most widely taken out of context. It is, and nobody 
that's like a almost go-to. Like if you say anything, oh, you judging. Oh, you got a, a judging spirit. Right. And is it judging or is it really? Am I, am I judging or am I holding you accountable? You know? And when you think about judging, you have to define what it judging is. Mm -hmm. Judge is to condemn. And a lot of people, when you come, they get that mixed up with truth and judging. When Mm -hmm. you tell them the truth, they say, no, you're judging me. No, truth comes to reveal it comes to expose. It comes to let you know where you're missing it at. Mm-hmm. But in the content of what everybody want to say is that you're judging me. Right. I can't. Yeah, and, go ahead. Yeah, and they take judging and condemning as one and the same. Right. You know? And so you know, I, I looked it up, you know, because I, like I said, this has been heavy on my heart because I want us to start using this in the right context, with, especially as believers. It's, um, and that's that's what's shocking. The people who proclaim to be Christians are the main ones that say it. Like, right. I can, like, I believe I said this before. There was a particular, you know, you know, artist that was just being very extravagant with his directing. And then one one person, out of all the amens, one person said, you know, how is this glorifying God? Or, or it was something to that nature. Well, how is this? you know, glorify God is like, is this really, does it, you know, I can't remember the exact. And then someone commented and said, oh, you a Pharisee and you that kind of Christian. I hate y'all. Y'all always judging people and you a Pharisee. And I was like, wow. Um, But I said, you know, and I responded, you know, I said, well, are you not judging in yourself by calling them a Pharisee? You know, if you want to use that context of it. Mm-hmm. And I said, but let's first define what what is biblical judgment. Right. We take a word and then we just take it completely out of context. So I, I, I define the word. It says judging is to objectively evaluate someone based on biblical standards or of conduct and morality according to God's word. That's judging. Condemning is forming a negative, usually self-righteous opinion about someone because they do not measure up to biblical standards. Meaning, so we what we do when we, we condemn, yeah, we have our own standard that we put people, not God's standard, our, our own. own standard, like right. if we don't want you um, uh, women wearing pants, we gonna now make that the standard is, oh, you sinning if you do wear pants. Right. Does God worse say that? You right. know, does God say you a sinful woman if you wear pants? And I'm not saying that he had to say the exact but even the principles of it right. is that biblical or is that your own standard? And that's what a lot of that you see in churches now that we have made our own standards of what the do's we, and don'ts and what we want it to be. You're not God and we can never be, you know? Right. And so we have to ask graciously ask God to forgive us for even having that kind of deity complex and saying, oh, this is and putting our standards on people. Right versus applying his standards to our life and helping others around us, you know, uphold that standard. You right. know, because I believe we should uphold that standard as a Christian body in unity. Right. I was thinking about that same uh, scenario in regards to how the, they begin, the Gentiles begin to get baptized and, and get saved, mm-hmm. but they wasn't circumcised. Mm-hmm. But the Jews said, oh, you can't, no, no, you can't because... Yeah. 
you ain't been circumcised, so we got to you got to go through circumcision. Why you want to put this condemn them for? They have already received God, but now you want to put your standard on them. And yep, and Paul talks about that a lot in yes, Galatians. He does. Oh, foolish Galatians! Like who bewitched you? Like he was he like out of all the the letters and epistles he wrote, it was he. Galatians was a word he was just he just went in immediately after he did his greeting and who sent him who who bewitched you like he was like let me get all this out the way but I'm coming I'm coming for next yeah um like no you don't get served through circumcision it's through Jesus alone right you know and so again when it comes to when it comes to uh judging we have to understand if we're gonna quote Matthew 7 and 1 we must also quote John 7 and 24. We cannot just say, oh, you can't judge me. Because if you read John 7 and 24, um, let me see. John, John 7 and 24? Yes. I got my, my, my scripture reader for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is. It says, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. So what that means is, let, let me ask you this. What do you think that means to, to judge according to appearance? I, I, I'm reminded of Samuel when he was like, when he seen that first son of Jesse, he was like, oh, yes, he's definitely, I mean, look how tall he is. He must have been handsome. Right. And he's, he must, I mean, he, he looks kingly. Right, he looks kingly. Yeah. He's very robust and he's, <laughs> he, he's all, he has all the fittings of a king. Right. And then I'm sure he compared it to Saul because right. they said Saul, he stood up. Above. Everybody. Everybody. And right. so he's like, well, surely this is the one God is going to use to be the next king. And God, what did God say? Don't do what? To the outward appearance. It's the heart, right? Right. But what's in the heart does come out. Right. Not just in physical appearance, but your character. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm you talking with me? <laughs> that was just funny. You hear your character. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. There was a little quick, you know, funny moment. But, but you know, we often can do that. Um, like, oh, she must be holy because she she wearing dresses all the time and she never had does this and she never does that, you know. But then we'll look at a poor person and say, oh, they must be real, uh, real simple because they live in their low life, you know. And so it's what he's saying when when he says, don't judge by uh, outward appearance. Don't judge by you know, our, our worldly standards mm -hmm. is what he's saying, but judge according to God's word. Again, it just, again, so if I'm doing things um, that shows that I'm, I'm sinning, then yes, you do have the right to judge me and say, use, using love and patience and gentleness, like, <coughs> hey, brother or sister, you know, this is, this particular thing is going to lead you further away from Christ. And one of the questions that I always ask myself often is, um, uh, does this bring God glory? In the shows, TV shows that I watch, and not this is not for nobody else. This is my own personal convictions. Mm -hmm. um, does this bring God glory? I mean, me watching this. Does it bring God glory? Because we have to be careful of what we allow into our gates, our eye gates, our ear gates, and even what we say. Right. You know, does listening to this kind of music, does it bring God glory? Because I'm living a life to bring Him glory. Everything that I do, I want to bring Him glory, right? Right. right. 
but why would I, um, why would I uh, put myself in a position where when I'm not doing it and it also can lead me astray, mm-hmm. you know, especially if that's one of the things I know God delivered me from. Right. It's, it's not wise if you ask, you know, me that it's not wise if I know <clears throat> that God has saved me from let's just be real pornography right if god delivered me from that why would i be watching tv ma kind of movies that has and it'll say strong sexual content right why would you i put yourself uh, yeah, yeah why would i put myself in that position and as a brother and sister in christ if you see that and you know that and you're holding me accountable like hey hey sister you know as a sister in christ um let me take you to the word, you know, and show me in the word, like, you know, you know, don't allow yourself to be, I mean, God always make a way of escape. Maybe this is a way of escape and not even watching the TV and made movies. Cause it's going to, it has that, you know, that strong sexual content in it. Mm-hmm. And you know, that that's, you know, that's something that, you know, God delivered you from don't be, you know, have that dog mentality and go back and lap it up again. Right. Another thing we, I want to draw attention to is, Another reason why a lot of people say, don't judge me. You have a lot of those as being church hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and church That's hurt has true. caused a lot of damage. And so when anybody comes with them with the truth, because of the church hurt, that's where they come very strong back at you. Don't be judging me because right. that's your opinion. That's what you say. They ain't what the, you need to, you know, they're, they're quick to let you know, uh, no, uh, you can't judge me. And it's because of the hurt and the damage. And so many people, yeah. the, the, the church don't understand. Everyone don't handle hurt the same way. Right. Some can have, take hurt and use it as a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Some can take hurt and it becomes a stumbling block. Right. And so they, when it become a stumbling block, is that when anybody try in the future to try to help them, they're gonna reflect back to that, that stump. You know what happened to them? Oh, you're judging me. <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's that's very true, and that's why uh, discipleship needs to happen. That's it. It right has there. to happen because if we disciple people in Christ and not you know, disciple them in ourselves, meaning mm-hmm. that as soon as you get hurt, you blame the entire church right. for that one person for doing something wrong. Right. And, but when we are discipled in Christ, we realize the church is like a hospital and some people are more sick than others. And that's from the Come pulpit on. down. Say that, <laughs> say that, say that. <laughs> right, so oh. we are all have our own levels of sickness. And so we have to remember that and if God, and like you I said, go, right, we're going there to get healed. We ain't going there because we already healed. Exactly. Yes, God has healed us through some things, but there's still a process that God is delivering us from. Like even, it's so funny. I grew up in church and there's still things, you know, mm-hmm. that I know that I need to be delivered from. And I'm, I'm keep continuing to pray, continue to worship and saying, God, I continue to submit it at his feet, continue right. to submit it at his throne. And so when it comes, I like this quote that I read. It says, our judgments should be solely based on God's revealed truth and our relationship with and to Him and not by our own personal preferences. Because we have a lot of preferences. I know I do, but I'm not going to hold that to somebody else because that's just for me. Exactly. Just like I was saying, I don't, 
I don't work. I don't watch certain things. I don't listen to certain things. So one, I don't know if people took it, have taken the time to like listen to some of the songs they listen to without the music. Because I'm, I'm saying music is a powerful thing. Very. I mean, it literally, I can remember like just singing these songs just, just with no conscience, just like, oh, I like this beat. And, you know, just start moving immediately. And then I started listening to the lyrics. And I'm not just talking about secular music. I'm talking about what we call worship, too. Come on. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, who okay. are we talking about here? Okay. You know, give me favor so my um so I can be the topic of my enemies. Wow. How does that bring God glory? You know, and right. so I was like, wait a minute. So that's my purpose. I don't those particular songs, I don't really I don't listen to. I don't. Right. I the songs I listen to, I really try to see if it's biblically sound like i'm like okay yeah i can see that's where um okay that that matches here in the word that matches here in the word you know but if it's just something to make me feel good i mean in those moments yeah you can listen to it but it's just like i don't know for me it that's just just dancing a real fine line at times for me you know when it comes to things like that of right. if i'm gonna say this is a worship song maybe call it a motivational song Right. You know, an inspirational song, but definitely not worship because yeah, worship should only be given to God. And now if we are worshiping us, now we haven't stepped into idolatry. And so, um, right. but again, our judgment should be solely based on God's revealed truth and yeah. our relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for, you know, someone to be able to judge someone else. If you're not even living it and don't even have a relationship with God, exactly. you know, how would you know the truth? outside of God, you know, because he is the truth. Right. And so we can't allow our personal opinions and standards be the standard we hold others to. We are to only um, hold ourselves and others to God's standard. And so a good question um, to always ask is what does God's word say about this particular thing? Right. Um, if you don't say, oh, you shouldn't be doing this, what did God word say about that particular thing or that particular subject? Um, and we should evaluate our man-made traditions and values. A lot of the stuff we, we hold others to is man-made. It's man-made and tradition. <laughs> and tradition. And then when they don't measure up to those, then you're not living up to our tradition, our standard. But it's not God's standard. It has nothing to do with God. It's nothing it just, to do with the, <laughs> the standard of the word. And the reason why standard. they're not able to hold people to that standard is because a lot of us, I've said it before, are biblically illiterate because we don't take time to study this right. because it's much easier just to condemn and have our own standards right. than to actually read this and study it for what it is and be able to apply it correctly and right. uh, uphold everybody accountable, not just uh, others, but ourselves That's first. Exactly. Um, and so what we must understand is that Matthew 7 and 1 forbids hypocritical judgment, not moral discernment. Right. So we can discern, and, and that's why when people say, oh, you can't judge me, but what about, account again, accountability, but another one under that is, do I not able to discern what's, wrong, what's right and wrong no more? Right. Am I not able to know them by their fruit anymore? So, because it's almost right. like just wiping it out, like, oh, right. you can't judge me. Well, I guess I can't see the fruit then. You right. know, oh, I guess I can't discern it. No, we we do not to hypocritically judge, but we are to have more discernment. Like, exactly. hey, sis, that's way off. 
And can you, I mean, when you ask the, ask the question, does this bring God glory? Can you say yes to it? Right. You know, can you say yes? Like, yes, I see uh, God, you know, like, you know, uh, like families going to amusement park. I can see how God gets glory in it because we're a family, we're a unit, we're building memories, we're, we're, we're going closer together. I can see how they right. bring God's uh, bring God glory. But um, me twerking on the videos, you know, for everybody to see, how does that bring God glory? And that's what's so funny because, you know, when you see many musical artists that have videos of them smoking, shooting, holding guns, twerking and all that. And then the first thing they say is, I just want to give God glory for, for making this happen for me. What? Now, now, Wait a and I, I ain't judging, but I'm going to use some more discernment and say, sis, that's not right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> bottom line, how is that? Is that given? It can't be given God glory. <laughs> it can't. It can't be given. It's we actually, can't call sin glorifying God. Exactly. That's you know, when that's one thing that we know that separates us from Him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, you know, you know, when it comes to Matthew uh, seven and one, unfortunately, it's just a verse that is not always correctly understood or applied. Rightly divided. Uh, rightly divided, and then. Um, as Christians, Jesus told us to judge ourselves and one another without being hypocritical. Again, don't like don't have that speck of lying in you, even though mine's is a beam of lying. So you know, lying to your parents, people say, "Oh, that's that's not a big thing." Lying on your taxes, that's a whole different thing because you're gonna get audited by the IRS. You know, but it's still lying. lying so that means you're hypocritically judging, exactly. and so. Again, so to kind of just recap this, um, this I think I'm kind of feeling another part two coming to this. I think I think a part too. two is a, look a strong part two is going to come. <laughs> <laughs> a, strong a strong part two is coming. But again, if I was to recap this, remember, you know, as Christians, Jesus told us to judge ourselves and one another without being hypocritical, and then. Um, we are to righteously judge actions, not condemn people. That's wow. another thing. We are to righteously judge actions, not condemn people. Um, and remember, Matthew 7 once forbids hypocritical judgment, not moral discernment. Um, so these are tools that you can use when when you get that, oh, you you judging me. No, let's, let's, okay, first, let me see where you're at. What do you consider judging? Right. You know? Let's, are you are you referring to the biblical um, biblical judgment found in Matthew seven and one, and then they say, oh yes, that's what he said. Jesus said, okay, now let's define what was Jesus talking about in Matthew seven and one. Let's look up that judgment in the the original language, which was Greek. Let's look at that. Let's look that up and see what he was what was he referring to, and you would discover he was referring to hypocritical judgment and then another thing just a recap is to remember whenever you having discussions about sin they should always be navigated with god's love and patience right you got to be patient we can't be you know i i can be that like when you you explain something you just get frustrated like you know what forget it right you know like no we have to disciple people and if you look up the word disciple that's that's teaching Right. Teaching is not just like, oh, okay, I got it. No, you teaching is meaning you're going ground. over. Yeah, you're tilling that ground. Like, oh, yeah, this is what 
God's word is saying. And then also remember uh, John um, 7 and 24 to judge righteously, not on our appearance, but you know, to judge righteously. Um, and that should be solely uh, based on God's revealed truth and our relationship with and to him and not by our own personal preferences. Um, so remember that. And that there's a difference between judging and condemning. Judging is to objectively evaluate someone based on biblical standards of conduct and morality according to God's word, whereas condemning is forming a negative, usually self-righteous opinion about someone. I mean, you have set your righteousness your own, above God's. Yeah, and 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 say so your your judgment is right. And we make and it God's, God's word. Yes. We'll say God said. Right. And this is I will stand on this until Jesus comes or until He tells me different. If it doesn't align with that, and you saying it's God's word, that makes you a liar. Yeah, you right. cannot say God's and I because I've heard people. Well, God said this. I was like, but that contradicts this. Right. It cannot contradict this at all none at all and so that's why it's so important we stay in his word study his so, word so that way you listen know, to his word you know the word when someone else ain't saying it you're like ah right and God. that's the only way and that's and again we must be okay with saying you know what i need to know this word for myself i can't just be spoon fed from what i get on sundays or saturdays or wednesdays or whatever you when you attend you need to know so when someone is off you're like mm. Right. Okay, let me go research that. Right. You know, and let me go study that. All yeah, right. Don't be so, so quick to eat everything. Yeah. Be careful. You know, like, like we we look at something like, oh, I don't know if I want to eat that. For that's the longest reason I didn't eat guacamole because it just didn't look right. <laughs> I'm like, that looks like something else. I'm not gonna say <laughs> I ain't eating that. That it actually is good. But either way, but yeah, be very careful from what table you eat from and what plate you um choose to eat from. Right. So I hope you are blessed by this podcast. We love y'all and have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye.